Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blackhawks on Tap. I am Tony Marchese, and tonight I am joined by a very special friend, Patrick Bodeway, somebody who's making their first appearance on Blackhawks on Tap. Pat, it's always been our dream to do a show together, and we're yeah. finally getting the chance to do it. Pat, you write for ONTAP Sportsnet, you cover MMA, you cover the Bears, you cover some fantasy stuff. You're also a lifetime Hawks fan, and one of the first people that in high school I got to watch some Hawks games with and go to Hawks games with. Pat, welcome to the show, and just introduce yourself, and I mean, this is just awesome to have you on, especially with the Blackhawks win tonight. Pat, I'm going to turn the mic to you. Thank you, man. It's an honor to be here. I've been waiting to do this for a while. It was a fantastic game, so... I am really pumped up just to even talk about it because that was by far the most intense, insane game of the season. And, uh, man, it was just a blast. And I'm excited for what is to come in the second half of this season. Yeah, and this is something that we talked about with uh, Johnny and uh, Ron Luce uh, just uh, earlier this week when we did uh, Four Feathers episode, kind of previewing the second half of the year, one of the things I said is I wanted the Hawks to come out firing. And I think, if I remember correctly, Johnny did say that the Hawks are going to win this one in overtime. I didn't think he called the shootout, but he did say that this one was going to go into overtime, so credit goes where credit is due, and that goes to Johnny for saying that the Hawks were going to pull this out in overtime. I thought this would be a little bit more of a a blowout win for the Hawks, but you were correct, Pat, when you said most entertaining game of the season. Uh, The the Hawks and Coyotes, they traded some blows in this game. They traded some some big blows, and uh, it's, uh, it's good that we came out on top. We've seen the Hawks do this before where they come out and they take an early lead and then let the other team slip back into it and that's exactly kind of what they did tonight I know you're no stranger to this uh, Mm -hmm. but let's just go through this one real quick here Brandon Saad in the first uh, tallies one for his 14th goal of the year Uh, Kane gets the assist that came at 1208 into the first and the Hawks were off and running with this one Uh, any takeaways from that first period outside of Brandon Saad Outside of Saad, it was definitely the period of Corey Crawford. I thought he was a brick wall. He looked amazing. And it was one of those games where you're like, man, Crow looks like the man in this game. And we got this one in the bag. If our offense is firing, nothing's getting past him right now. Even the announcers were saying it. I was unfortunate enough to listen to the Arizona broadcast tonight. And even they were saying it, how Crawford was standing on his head. He was making ridiculous saves. And Arizona just couldn't figure him out. So that the way that game started for him was really impressive after that long break. Yeah, so real quick, while I've got you on here, man, we talked about this again back earlier this week, and I want your take on it because Robin Lehner's been outstanding in goal for the Blackhawks mm-hmm. all year. And they come out of the break and they go with Corey Crawford. Not exactly what I expected. Um, I thought Leonard was going to be the guy in net tonight, um, but they, they chose Crow, and it, it just seems like whoever they choose, they're normally getting a pretty decent start out of them. Um, you know, just real quick, we don't have to go into so so much of an explanation here, but uh, I, w- I want to know who's your guy if, if you had to pick between Leonard and Crow, just because I want to pick your brain. Dude, it's Crow. Uh, until he gives me reason to disbelieve, I'm always going to be a Crow defender. I mean, I've critiqued him in the past because he's made some boneheaded moves, and it, it, it goes without saying that he's got the, the resume, you know, with the two Stanley Cups, but he's just he's got the experience right now. And I think that that's what we need, especially after losing coach Quenville, we need our core and Crawford is one of the core. 
Absolutely. I love it. I love the answer there. Let's get into the second period. And uh, I know Ron is very happy with this because Brandon Saad didn't score once. He scored twice. And he comes yeah. out real early here, four minutes, 36 seconds into the second period. And he tallies another one. What a just disgusting snipe shot from Brandon Saad right up over the corner, uh, into the corner of the net. Um, that was a pretty goal, man. That that yeah, is was. that that was a pretty goal, and I love I love pretty goals. Uh, they're cool and tough, in my opinion. Definitely cool and tough. Uh, snipeshot shot there from Brandon Saad, um, and then Brad Richardson. Uh, about four minutes after uh, Saad tallies one, uh, gets the Coyotes on the board to make it two one, and then we see the dust settle a little bit, and Connor Garland comes back and ties this game up. We said we've seen this story before. This was not exactly what you wanted to see leaving the ice uh, for the Hawks. If you're the Hawks, this isn't what you want to see leaving the ice going into the locker room before the third period. Uh, thoughts from you on that second? Connor Garland was playing like a madman. I had never heard his name before until tonight, and he had five shots on goal to add to Carl Soderberg's seven shots on goal. They were going insane, and – he was a really skillful player. He's got some finesse. He's got some power behind him too. And he's got a really good shot. He's a very skillful player and he's going to be dangerous going forward for real. Yeah. 17 goals on the year for Connor Garland. Um, and that's pretty impressive when you, when you think about goal totals right now in the NHL, um, this is a kid that's going to tally, uh, 20, 25 goals here, I think for Arizona and, you know they were they were unfortunate enough not to keep him off the board tonight off the off the score sheet tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know it it is what it is. We go into the third period, Pat, and uh, it seemed like this was going to break one way or the other, and it just didn't. Uh, no no goals uh, for either team in the third period, which I, we're going to get to the point that I want to talk about, Pat, and that's how fucking exciting three on three overtime hockey is. Oh yeah, because I don't know if I'm always on the edge of my seat in overtime. I don't know about you. I think most people are. It's just the most entertaining thing in sports right now for me is watching the three-on-three overtime. And I tweeted this out. Like, why do we have to go to a shootout? Let them go three-on-three. Don't put a time limit on it. Or Mm -hmm. or maybe you do five-minute periods, ten-minute periods. I don't care. Give me three-on-three hockey all day over anything else. It's the most, like I said, it's just the most entertaining thing uh, in sports. Uh, There's so much open ice number one, and it lets guys like Patrick Kane just really show off what they can do. And this overtime period, Pat, holy Christ, it was edge-of-your-seat, playoff-style hockey the entire way through it. And I, the whole game kind of carried that, in my opinion. There was there was plenty of entertainment value in, in watching these two teams play oh, tonight. Yeah. But the overtime period, man, just take me through what you're thinking here because they were trading blows left and right. You know what I'm thinking here? And it, it just, I know I kind of go back on something I used to say years ago, and it's just because Duncan Keith is my favorite player. But when you see the three on three and how fast they're moving, you always think about how do these guys still have the energy to do that at this point of the game? And then you see Duncan out there almost the entire overtime period, and he, it seems like, oh, he's back out there. Oh, he's back out there. Oh, he's making another play. It just, it's really showing of the intensity when they're going the length of the ice 
constantly in a matter of just a couple of minutes. It's really impressive to see that happen. And it's so exhilarating because it's better than taking like a heart test at the doctor. Your heart rate (laughs) is jacked the whole time. And it is just scoring chance after scoring chance after scoring chance, man. It's fun. Yeah, there were a couple of good chances at either end of the ice. I mean, I... I wish I was taking notes at this point in time because we can recap all of them, but I wasn't because I was I was glued to the TV, man. Um, you know, Crawford came up with, uh, I think, two incredible stops in, in that overtime. And then uh, you saw the Hawks keep some sustained pressure uh, on Arizona for a little mm-hmm. while uh, in the zone. I believe that was the Kane shift he came up there. And Alex Dabrinkit actually, actually really got screwed out of uh, a really good chance uh, off a stolen puck uh, that yeah. I thought he should have been able to put away. Um, and then the one that really got me going was when Dominic Kubalik uh, was streaking down the ice for a breakaway and just wasn't able to finish. I thought it would have been great for him uh, to get that OT winner. I mean, that kid's just been on fire. We talked about it. I believe he was named uh, like Rookie of the Month or one of the players yeah. of the month uh, just today. So I, th- I thought that would have been a nice follow-up for him uh, to get that one there, but unfortunately wasn't able to put it away. And this game goes to what I hate, the shootout. Um, fortunately for Hawks fans, Corey Crawford uh, has been the guy to go to if you want to see shootouts, uh, victories, uh, that is. And he was in that tonight for the Hawks, as we talked about. He was able to stop all of the shots that were put on him in the shootout. But let's get into Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane. My God, the patience on mm-hmm. Jonathan Taves' uh, uh, shootout attempt here. Uh, kind of dangles the goalie a little bit. I thought that he was going to get the puck knocked away. Kind of holds it forehand and then just buries it top shelf. Um, oh, man. I, I mean, like, I oh, I need new, I needed new pants after that one. <laughs> that was very Kane-esque. It was. You know, I, it, it's not something you see from Taves a lot. He doesn't usually slow down the way that Kane you've seen him do that time and time again but it it was really kind of exciting to see him pull something different you know yeah he didn't pull the whole Marion Hosa just pull up a slap shot as hard as you can but it was it was really refreshing I liked it a lot yeah normally you see it was a nice goal normally you see Jonathan Taves try and go five hole uh, on the shootout attempt and that's kind of been his shtick so to speak um and then you, you're right. It was very Kane-esque. I loved it. I loved the, the patience, the weight, and then just bury it top shelf. Um, you know, there was there was enough pressure on him where uh, a lesser uh, skater would have would have just either uh, let them knock the puck away and, mm-hmm. and and not even get a shot attempt off, uh, bury it into the pads, or not get the elevation that he needed to put that one away. It, was, it looked a little scary though. I thought it was going to go off the post, uh, yeah. but he, he managed to put that one in. And then, oh my God. Patrick Kane, like man, is there is there anything better than watching Patrick Kane in, in in a in a shootout attempt on a breakaway anything? Because just talk about Patrick Kane esque. There's nothing more Patrick Kane esque than Patrick Kane himself mm-hmm. just going backhand after completely slowing down and deking the goalie out of his goal pants. I it mean, was like, beautiful, just, it, just absolute beauty. Um, take me through what your thoughts were on that one. My thoughts were. He's going up against Antti Ranta, a guy that he knows, a guy he's played against, played with. He's got it. The whole way, I, I knew it was going in the whole time. Yeah, I mean, that's that's another thing we didn't really touch on here. Antti Ranta was in net tonight for the Arizona Coyotes, and man, mm-hmm. I thought Ranta was going to be the guy that, 
was the successor to Corey Crawford. I really yeah, did uh, back in the day when, when Ronta was part of this organization. Um, I was very high on him. Obviously, there was some, some interesting uh, uh, words that were said upon departure from Monty Ronta when he left this organization. Um, but, you know, I still wish him kind of the best. He was, he was one, of my, one of my favorites back in the day. Um, and that's maybe because I wasn't always so high on Corey Crawford. But regardless, yeah. that's here nor there. Um, cups were won. Things have been done. It's... I honestly thought, even though the Arizona lost, the player of the game was Ranta. And in the the third period, when he made that Scorpion-style save against Saad to stop Saad from getting that hat trick, I mean, he literally stopped it by the blade of his skate. And it was one of those, you know, kind of like throwing a Hail Mary you just pray the puck doesn't go in the net. And right. it, I, I've always been a sucker for amazing saves, and it was just one of those ones I'll remember the rest of my life. It was unreal. Yeah, and that's uh, that's something that was tweeted at Four Feathers Pod from our guy, Jason Hosking. Uh, he said it looked like the uh, the Arizona goalie could stop the Titanic from sinking tonight. <laughs> Ranta definitely, uh, he, he played out of his mind, and I think that there's definitely something – uh, in the back of Ranta's mind when he takes the ice against the Blackhawks organization. He yes. wants to prove it that they uh, that they missed out on, on Auntie Ranta. And I think that uh, they gave him, uh, well, Ranta gave the Hawks organization uh, a good show tonight. Uh, but, yeah. you know, guess who came out on top? And that's all that matters for us Hawks fans. Big win, big win tonight Huge. for the Blackhawks. Huge in the standings. Uh, Arizona right now holds that top wild card spot. Um, and that's where we need to be if we want to be talking about playoff hockey this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Pat, man, uh, just quick look at the standings here. Um, and we weren't quite sure if, if NHL.com had updated everything, uh, but we're pretty sure that we're, we're good here. 56 points for the Hawks uh, right now. Um, and then uh, I said first wild card spot. I'm going to uh, retract that statement. Second wild card spot, uh, Calgary is at 60 and Arizona at 59. So that puts the Hawks, as of right now, three points. Uh, behind Arizona uh, for a playoff spot. And, uh, man, uh, Arizona's got two games up on us right now, Uh, two games in hand here for the Hawks, Uh, 52 games played to 54. Uh, Go win those next two, man, and you're talking about uh, a playoff Blackhawks team right now and somewhere where I don't think that any of us, when we started uh, maybe November uh, or even December, thought we, we would be. Um, oh, yeah. Just definitely uh, marketed improvement for the Hawks, who have now gone seven and three in their last ten. And if you look right now, Arizona two and five, two five and three in their last ten as well. And then you've got Winnipeg right behind the Hawks. Uh, they did win tonight, and they won last night. I believe they beat the Blues tonight. Uh, and then they uh, they had, oh no, actually they had lost uh, to Boston on Friday night. And then, yes, they beat the Blues tonight by a score of 5-2. to two. Uh, They currently uh, are playing some mediocre hockey at 3-7 and seven in their last 10. So the mm-hmm. Hawks are in a good, good little spot right now. Uh, right behind them, uh, just right on the heels in the central, is Nashville, who are sitting at 55 points, 5-5 uh, five and five in their last 10. So uh, right now the Hawks are sitting kind of pretty. I know, I know things are jammed up right here in a matter of uh, uh, one-point difference between all these teams. And you got Minnesota right behind them as well. Uh, but the Hawks, definitely the hottest uh, out, of all those, out of all those teams. Where do you see this going in the next week or two here, Pat? 
I, I think they can keep it up as long as the consistency is there. The thing that scares me is Winnipeg being so close. I think Winnipeg is better than their record shows. And they have a solid team. And they're so close. I mean, all you need is a couple games to go your way and one team to have a three-game losing streak. And that one point puts you in the playoffs of where anything can happen. I think the Hawks can do it. The Hawks have a couple of tough games coming up, that's for sure, including a game with Winnipeg in a, in a couple weeks. And it all comes down to just winning those close games. You know, you got to take care of the teams that are in front of you. Like tonight, tonight was a huge win against a team that was only a couple points ahead of you in the standings. You have to be able to win those ones. You know, if you lose to Boston or you lose to, you know, Pittsburgh or whatever in the other conference, yeah, it sucks to miss out on the points, but at least you're not losing more in the standings. You know, you have to take care of the important ones and make sure those ones get home. Well, we preach it on the show all the time, Pat. Every point matters, uh, mm-hmm. and and every everything is important. I'm gonna crack them right now um, as we celebrate this this beautiful Hawks victory tonight. Um, but you know, really, man, uh, I think you said it best. I mean, it's a little worrisome having a team right there on your heels and uh, technically tied in points right now. They they yeah. do have one more game played than the Hawks, and um, I believe the Hawks did take care of business against Winnipeg earlier this season uh, in the head to head. So. Um, Hawks are, are sitting in third right now. They're sitting in fourth, but uh, definitely from a point standpoint, 56 for both teams. Um, not not exactly comfortable, but at least I think I, I'm a big I'm a big momentum guy, and you know that. Um, mm-hmm. Very big momentum guy. It's uh, it's definitely good to be the team with the momentum as we had in here uh, down the stretch. And, and one thing I want to bring up real quick: the Hawks right now sit at 13 nine and three on the road, and they have a whole plethora of games on the road here in February uh, as we uh, just flow through the second half. Pat, let's get into what's coming up on the Blackhawks schedule. We've got Minnesota on Tuesday night. Uh, We will be in Minnesota, 7 o'clock start against the Wild. Uh, Pat, real quick, what's your preview for this one look like? Man, that's a winnable game. That is a very winnable game. Minnesota right now is sitting at 52 points. Yeah, they're close in the standings, but they have not been the same Minnesota team that we've seen over the last few years. And just go in there and take care of business. You know who they are. You know what they do. Just go win that game. It's going to be personal. It's going to be physical. Just manhandle them. Take care of it. Yep, I, I love it. I love exactly what you said there. Uh, I think the Hawks win this game as well. Very winnable, like you said. Um, I love when the Hawks beat Minnesota. They're they're just they've always been that. Not even just little brother; it's like youngest brother to the Hawks. Yeah. You know, like I kind of look at the the Blues as maybe the little brother, and then you've got like the youngest brother that like you just don't you don't even like you don't even care about. It's like all right, yeah. I'm just gonna step all over you. That's what they need to come in here and do. They need to prove it again, um, and I think they will. We're again, we're on the road. Uh, we've got a back to back though. Um, and then you've got Boston on Wednesday night. So a I think this, one. th- that one's going to be a tough one. It's going to be interesting to see how they play this. The Hawks are excellent on the back-to-back, and I'm expecting that to be the case here. We've already beaten uh, Boston once this year. This is going to be a home game, though. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give you a chance here. What's your what's your not-so-early prediction on the Boston game uh, back on <sighs> Wednesday night at the UC? It's so hard because Boston's playing so well. And I, I want to see them win that one because, you know, yeah, every point counts. Every point matters. You want to win every game, essentially win out the rest of the season. That's one I don't think they're going to take. I think that they're they're going to beat Minnesota. They're going to lose to Boston because they have a 
tough game after that against Winnipeg. Yeah, they do. Uh, and, and Winnipeg is going to come uh, on Sunday, uh, about a week from uh, the release of this episode here. Um, and not to get too far ahead down the schedule, but uh, if you if you have to pick two out of three here, I would take those wins coming against the Wild and the Jets. Exactly. Um, just just from not only a uh, these are winnable game standpoint, but also a if I had to lose a game, it would be against Boston. Um, just from from the the, the point standpoint, and and, mm. and uh, you know just the talent that's on the ice with the Bruins. However, Pat, I'm going to go crazy here, and I'm going to say that the Hawks are going to continue to go streaking here, and they're going to they're going to win this week out. I want to I, I want a ten plus wins from the Hawks this month, and if we're going to do that, we might as well start it uh, in in hot fashion here. Um, I love it. I think the I think the the Wild game. Uh, you're probably going to see. I don't even know. It's 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 a crapshoot who you're going to see on the ice. Obviously, they're going to split this goaltender uh, matchup uh, one way or the other. Uh, but it, as of right now, I don't really care who's in that because I think both both Robin Lehner and Corey Crawford uh, have the stuff to get the job done here. I'd kind of prefer to go Crawford on Tuesday, Lehner on on uh, Wednesday at home against Boston. Um, you know, and, and just one more thing on that uh, prediction standpoint, uh, back at home, the Hawks aren't as good. So uh, you know that they're going to come in to a ruckus crowd uh, at the UC on Wednesday for this Boston game, especially with where they're sitting right now in the standings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Johnny and I were at the last game that was at the UC uh, when Joel Quinville and the Florida Panthers returned to uh, the United Center. And the Hawks didn't really come out as, as hot as we wanted to see them. I can kind of see that same thing happening, even though I'm predicting that 3-0. Uh, I, I do I do hesitate when I look at that matchup on Wednesday. But uh, more here on the Wild. What we'd like to do on this show, Pat, we do sticks to click. Who is going to be the, basically, uh, player of the game for the Blackhawks on Tuesday in Minnesota? Who you got for your stick to click? I like the cat. I want to see Debrinket do it. I uh, I think he's got the skill and the, and the ambition to keep putting some production up there so i want to see the cat get on the scoreboard i like it uh, i'm gonna go kirby doc uh, i want to see this kid continue to do uh to do some stuff on the ice um it's been a little while since we uh were celebrating a, a kirby doc goal and maybe that's yeah. just because i feel like man it took forever for this team to get back after the break and i, I know kirby's been on the score sheet um in in recent history but i want to see more goals from him i want to i want him to start to put some some points up in this rookie year um, so Kirby Doc, I'm going Kirby Doc, stick to click. Let's go get him on the board. Um, Pat, that's our sticks to click. Pat, any closing thoughts on the Hawks right now for you as we head into this week where we've got the Minnesota Wild, Boston Bruins, and Winnipeg Jets? If there's any one thing that I need to keep in mind, as well as all of us Hawks fans, it's that you got to have patience. In two of the three most recent Stanley Cup championship years, the Hawks had nine-game losing streaks. That happens again, and they win the Stanley Cup, you're not going to remember that nine-game losing streak. You're just going to remember them raising the Cup. So have some patience and just know that the core and the skill they have still have it. I love it, Pat, and that's something that uh, I myself don't have, and that's patience. And I know <laughs> that a lot of us uh, around on tap who cover the Hawks, um, 
we're not very patient with this team, and that's just because we love them so much and we want to see them win every single game. But you're you are very correct. Um, you know, losing streaks happen. Uh, there there's going to be tough times. Uh, it's been a turnaround so far for this team, and I expect the winning to continue. I want it to continue. Yes, there's going to be some bumps in the road. It's always been a roller coaster following this team. Uh, I love what you said there. Um, I'm going to try and remember it. It's probably going to go in one ear, out the other, as I uh, you know slam a few Budweiser's and watch the uh, the Blackhawks play on Tuesday. Um, I will probably no longer be patient, but until then, <laughs> I will try to remain so. Pat, it's been excellent having you on here it's been talking a pleasure, Blackhawks man. Thank hockey. You. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm so glad that you were able to, to hop on with me tonight. Uh, everybody else was, uh, was out. Johnny's enjoying the slopes. He's doing some skiing. Uh, our guy, Ron had some other obligations as well. Uh, but Pat, I'm hoping this isn't the, this isn't the last time we get to do this. I'm sure you're no, going to get on here. Again. I'm sure you're going to get on here more often and, uh, talk some Hawks hockey with all of us. Uh, Pat loved it. Let's go Hawks. Go Hawks. Hawks.